Hello everyone, I am Mario Salinas. Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gates Daily Podcast. It's a joy and a delight to be sharing with you again today. And my story takes us a few years back in my life to an European airport, which I will, for the sake of discretion, not name the country or the airport. But I will bring you to this moment where I had just gone through the x-ray with my luggage and I had walked through the security uh, apparatus and I was putting all my items back into my bag after the TSA officers had gone through it. There was quite a small gathering of people looking at what I was putting back into my bag and I zipped it all up and started to walk in a certain direction and the young lady who had led the group of people that had looked through my stuff uh, said sir and I turned around and she said something to me that was one of the most life-changing utterances from anyone in my life I want to tell you what that was in just a moment but first let me give you a context for the story I had just finished ministering in the UK in the city of London in particular and then I flew over to this European nation to do some more ministry for three four days and I had spoken uh, every morning and every afternoon and some evenings for about uh, a week or so up until that point. And after ministering um, significantly about matters pertaining to finance and things pertaining to uh, stewardship and kingdom economics and, and matters of that nature, um, I was... Um, that morning before going to the airport i went around to greet all the students that had been in my class and all the teachers that had set me up to speak to their students and of course the leaders of the particular community and base that had invited me to come and as i went around saying goodbye to everyone there was a young couple that asked me you know with a with a little girl maybe two years old who asked me to come over and privately and meet with me privately and while we met in a discreet location on their base they gave me a sleeve full of Austrian Philharmonic five I believe it's a two and a half or five euro silver coins they're definitely the Austrian Philharmonic was the design on them and they were uh, brilliant uncirculated uh, coins in a sleeve uh, about 20 of them in that sleeve I believe it, it was actually 20 and then uh, I thanked them. They said, we want to honor you and honor what you've brought and what you've released here. And we want to give this to you. And then I went over to uh, say goodbye to the leaders of the base. And they said to me, we are so impacted by what you've brought and who you are. We want to honor you. And they gave me another sleeve and a half of the same coins. Uh, I don't know where they had gotten those, it could have been from the same source I got the other sleeve I had, but I didn't say anything about the other sleeve I'd received, but they said to me, this is the most valuable thing we can offer to you right now, and we want to honor what you've brought, and we want to give these to you. I want to explain to you the situation in my life at that time. Danielle and I were living uh, in Cyprus during those years, and there were some things that happened financially for us that were outside of our control, there was some significant damage done to our home in Connecticut, which we were renting out. We had lost two of the three tenants that we had in the house, and then we had this damage that required a lot of repairs to be done. 
we lost a lot of rental income, our expenses for that house increased, and then we had some unexpected other things happen. And uh, we were in a situation where we had assets and we had resources that were long-term investments and things of that nature, but we were strapped for cash. And I don't know if you've ever been in that situation of being uh, close to broke uh, in terms of your cash flow when you had other things you could fall back on but didn't really want to break into them. And that was our situation. And we just had to really live by faith for the daily and weekly and monthly provision for our cash needs, though we did have some things that we could fall back on, but we didn't want to tap into those things. And it was a tough time because I was traveling and I was sometimes paying my own way and traveling coach at that time and and being in different uh, situations where I was very uncomfortable, flights being canceled, sleeping on the floors of airports. And it was a pretty challenging and humbling time for me because inside of me has always been this understanding and this capacity for wealth building and wealth development and and a rich man within was being limited by the circumstances beyond me. And so when those coins were given to me with the honor that they were presented to me, I was deeply moved and I sat in the car as someone drove me to the airport engaging in my heart with the generosity and the benevolence of these individuals who I believe flesh and blood did not reveal to them um, my situation. There was nothing I shared at any point with anyone that would let them know what I was facing. And in fact, those coins weren't going to help me much in my cash flow situation. I would have rather be given cash actually at that time because that's what we needed most. But I knew that this was significant and I received it as such and I honored it in my heart. And as I'm going to the airport, I remember engaging with what was in my in my carry on with these two and a half uh, sleeves full of coins, about 50 coins in all. And um, and just being so thankful that there was this was significant. I'd never received silver coins like that. And I had I had started to buy silver in the uh, Danielle and I had started to use our last $20 here, $30 there to buy a bar of silver or a coin or something of that nature because we believed in the metals. And I've done a lot of teachings on the metals. And those of you that might be interested can can access them on my site, mariosalinas.com. But at that time, we were just beginning this journey. We didn't know the spiritual significance of gold or the value of owning silver or the honor that silver represents and the glory that gold represents. All these things I've been teaching about since then. But at that time, by faith, we were just doing this in faith. And um, when I got to the airport, I put my luggage through the scanner, as, as we all do when we go through security. And... I did not know this at the time, but I've learned that since. And, and I've, I don't know if I've ever not traveled with gold and silver since that time. But at that time, I didn't know better. And I didn't know to take out those those sleeves of, of coins. To me, they were just coins. But on a, on a scanner, they appeared as these black masses of metal because the, they are metals. And they're stacked so closely together that they they presented this long, longer type bar of metal in in the luggage. And and so if I had known what I know now, I would have taken them out, put them in a separate bin and told them I have a lot of silver here. It's going to show up on your screen as a black mass. I'm happy to show them to you. And that helps things. And many times people don't even look at them because I just told them what it is and they see that and they they just wave me through. 
But in this case, there was a little bit of a ruckus that was caused because they had two uh, metal, two and a half really metal bars appearing on their screen. So when I got to the other side, they, sure enough, my luggage got kicked to the place where they have to inspect it. And a young lady, uh, very young, she was going through everything and she asked me if I have anything I wanted to talk about. And I said, well, I, I just have some coins. I don't know if that's what did this. And she says, well, we're looking at some metal bars here. So they opened it up and sure enough, they, they were the two sleeves and they opened them and poured out the coins and they were shining right there on the, on the counter at the airport. And that drew attention from some of the others that were working with this young lady. And they all came around to look at them because I was in a part of that particular country that was more, um, more lower income and lower class uh, citizenry than the, the other parts of the country that, that were more rich. And they, um, they had still a lot of vestiges from the Eastern communist uh, bloc days, and they were going through some challenges with the rebuilding and restoration of their city and those kinds of things. So uh, they, were, they were drawn to the silver. Some of them said they'd never seen silver. Um, and, and they were just talking about this in, in broken English. And the young lady that um, looked through everything. She said, well, no, this is totally fine. You're allowed to have it. Because I asked them, am I not allowed to bring this through? Do I need to mail it or something? And this was my first time too. So she said, no, you, you're allowed to have it. It's just that because they were so compact in the sleeves, you it, it appeared as something different. So we put them back into the sleeves. Um, and then I put them back into my bag. And I took my bag, zipped it up, and started walking towards the general uh, gate area and the young lady said to me sir and I turned around and she said the rich people's lounge is over there and she pointed in the direction of the business class lounge and said that's where you belong and when she spoke that there was so much weight on what she said I have never forgotten it and I don't think I'll, I'll ever forget it because I believe that God used her mouth to speak into my life that day to say, you belong where you have designated your heart in your life to go and that's where you belong. And there was a recognition that came from this young lady about what I would become and what I was becoming in spite of what I was living at that time that she didn't know about. And she said, you are to go over there. That's where the rich people go. And at that time, there was not a lot in my life that spoke to and pointed towards me being a rich man. But I embraced what she said and I held on to it. And things did not change immediately for us. It took a few years, but I held on to what she said. The rich person's lounge is over there. And there were times that I would actually start to uh, play this out. I would go park my car on the beach and I would get out of my car and I would start to walk in one direction and remember her words and turn and go the other direction just to play out this scenario and to declare over myself by looking in the mirror, you will be a very wealthy man. You will be a very wealthy man. You will build wealth and you will, you will be a rich man that will facilitate riches for the glory of Yahweh and for the development of his kingdom and the advancement of his purposes. And I declared that from that day to this day, this is... 2020 when I'm recording this you'll be listening to this in 2021 I to this day have said those words every single day I've made that declaration over my life every single day things didn't change immediately but over time they did 
And I believe they did because there was a declaration made by someone who didn't know what they were saying. But I believe by this, by groanings that could not be uttered by the Spirit, she spoke something over me. And it was the voice of God for me when I heard it come out of her mouth. And I held on to it. I didn't despise the day of small beginnings and I didn't limit what had happened that day. And I believe it's so important for us to get a hold of Proverbs 18 verse 21 that says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. I am eating the fruit of the declaration from the mouth, says strangers to begin with, and then my own and many people that I surround myself who continually affirm and proclaim that which Yahweh speaks over my life. And I speak that over you now. And I declare over you life and prosperity and blessing and increase. Do not believe the circumstances because they have a propensity to lie or to speak to you in an inaccurate way of what your reality is destined to be. There are times when I have preached messages in my own church that I, I know that I was preaching for myself and to myself. And if anyone else got something that was a bonus... But I knew that I had to make that declaration, especially about things pertaining to kingdom finance and, and stewardship and resource acquisition and distribution and the advancement of the kingdom through solid stewardship. I would declare things and proclaim things from the pulpit that I was grabbing for myself as they were as the words were leaving my mouth. Because I knew that through the things I was declaring and believing as I spoke them, I was getting upgraded to another level of operation in the kingdom financially. And I, I'm telling you that all the teachings and everything that I've made available since then, all the things on my site, all the things I share in conferences have emanated first and foremost from declarations of that nature by faith and in faith declaring, this is who I am, this is who I'm going to be, and I will not allow what's around me to dictate what I'm going to become and who I'm going to be on this earth. And so with this, I bless you and I declare the blessings of Abraham, of Isaac, of Jacob, of the tribes of Israel, of Yeshua, our king, and of all the kingdom of heaven over your life. And if you are in places where there is war, if you are in places where there is poverty, where there is famine, where there are the implications and the effects of COVID, if you have businesses that are on the rocks right now, on rocky ground, on terrible situations, I still declare over you the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and He adds no sorrow with it. And I declare that you will come through whatever it is you're facing, just like we did. And just like we continue to advance in the ways of Yahweh and in the things of the kingdom, you will too. I speak this over you with great faith and anticipation and expectation of great reports to come forth. And may your story be even more moving and more powerful than what I shared with you today. And may I hear it to be blessed and inspired by it. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. Shalom.